have been, over the last like six all-family gatherings, we have been sharing stories from people in our community on the topic of context and calling. So if you look at our microchurch handbook, one of the first steps to creating a faith community uh, in your home or neighborhood or workplace is to first understand what is your context. So where and with whom has God placed you or called you? And then what is your calling? How do you uniquely step into your context based on your gifts and your passions and what God might be doing around you? So it's really important that we understand uh, this, and we want each person in this room and in our community to be able to answer the question, uh, to whom or to what have I been called? And we all have been called to something. God wants to do something through each one of us um, for the good of his kingdom. So what is that? And it's going to be unique for, for every single one of us. So one of the ways that we've been processing that is just by sharing real-life stories of how people in our community have have or are coming to understand that and what they're doing about it. So we've had some great things shared up here. I'm very excited that today we get to hear from Mike and Brianna Reynolds. If you haven't gotten a chance to meet Mike and Brianna, they are fairly new to the community and I'm just throwing them in right away. Um, So if you haven't met them, here's your chance. You get to know all about them uh, over the next few minutes here. Uh, Mike and Brianna have been in Knoxville for almost four years, right? They've been serving with a ministry called Chinese Outreach for almost six years. They did two years in Lexington, Kentucky, and then uh, about three and a half to four years here uh, at at UT, the campus right here in Knoxville, Tennessee, serving uh, Chinese international students on campus. And so I'm going to have them share a little bit about how God has called them to that and what that looks like their day to day. So would you guys... If you want to introduce anything more about yourselves, um, you can. And then tell us a little bit about your ministry at UT. Yeah, we've been with an organization called China Outreach Ministries for uh, about five and a half years. Um, and that, uh, for us, that really grew out of some experiences that the Lord had given us over the years, um, being able to travel to China and work with um, university students in China over the course of a few different summers. Um, we always kind of felt like, there was uh, some sort of preparation going on that that God was preparing us uh, to work um, in a Chinese context in some capacity, and we never really knew what that was. Uh, We're never really on the same page about it until we joined this organization where we have the opportunity to serve um, Chinese students here in the United States um, who, you know, come from the other side of the world or they're in a vastly different place than than what they're familiar with, separated from their families, uh, and having the opportunity to minister to them and and serve them um, along their uh, journey here in America. Um, So the the mission of China Outreach Ministries is giving Christ to China's future leaders. And so the idea being that a lot of the students that we work with are going to go back to China uh, and be uh, embedded in their communities and their families. And, and so wanting the opportunity to share the message of Jesus with them and the gospel with them uh, before they return to China and they could take that back with them. Are you going to talk about like what we do on a daily basis? Yeah, so um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, ideally, obviously, we need to meet students. And so um, we, we meet students in a variety of ways. Most of the times we, we connect with Chinese students Um, through other Chinese students who we already know. They introduce us to new students coming in. Um, We serve them in various ways, whether that's helping them with their English, uh, helping them 
uh, figure out how to even live life here, uh, getting them, helping them get situated here in Knoxville, uh, hosting them when they, when they arrive if their apartment isn't move-in ready yet, uh, things like that. Um, and then, you know, just doing whatever we can to share our lives with them, uh, inviting them into our home, um, sharing experiences with them, especially around the holidays or, um, you know, different things uh, throughout the year, different seasonal or holiday-related activities, uh, just having the opportunity to share uh, our culture with them, uh, and then obviously wanting the opportunity to share the message of Jesus with them through that. Um, there's times where students uh, do come to faith, and we have the opportunity to disciple them before they return to China. Um, and so that's kind of the the, prog- the ideal progression uh, with, a, with a student is going from, you know, meeting them for the first time to uh, seeing them, seeing their lives transformed by the gospel and seeing them return uh, return home as um, reproducing disciples of Jesus. So you guys um, obviously are teaching a lot, sharing a lot of information. You have students coming in who may have never been to the United States, and it's a very big transition for them. Um, what are some of the things that you all have learned? Because I know you've learned a lot um, in your work with these students as you've brought them into your life and really shaped your life around them and their journey. Yeah, for me, um, the number one thing that I've learned is just about hospitality. Um, I'm not naturally a hospitable person. Um, And so we've just, I think, experiences that we've had where, you know, we – we thought that we were getting into this sort of organization, this sort of work with international students to serve them and to be hospitable to them, and then experiencing that in return and having this sort of reciprocal hospitality with students. Um, and Brianna will share a, a story of that, an example of that that we've experienced. Um, we were moving down here at the end of February of 2020, and we, um, yeah, it was not great timing. <laughs> Um, but when we got to our apartment, we had some friends that already lived down here who were going to help us move in. And next thing you know, there were some Chinese kids carrying stuff into, um, our apartment. And I had no idea like where these kids came from. I thought maybe they were neighbors and I was like, oh, that's cool. We already have Chinese neighbors. Um, but it was, a, a mutual friend of the people who were helping us, Um, He had brought a Chinese family to come and help us move in. And it just totally like flipped things upside down for me because I came with this mentality of like, we're going to help these Chinese students move in and help them get settled and provide the things they need. And here they were, you know, already serving us. And so to just see like their hearts to also um, serve us and and these uh, this family they were not believers at the time and they are now but you know it was just really humbling to experience that. Awesome, thanks for sharing that. Uh, what are some of the challenge that, challenges that you all face? Because I know um, this isn't easy work and it's slow and probably discouraging at times. So what are some of the challenges that you faced? Well, aside from moving in two weeks before the pandemic hit and trying to do um, Chinese ministry (laughs) during the pandemic and all of that, obviously there were lots of challenges. Um, But for me, it um, has been challenging the last couple of years discerning my context in it all. Um, 
when we first joined COM like five years ago, we had one child at the time and and it was a bit easier for me to kind of have a vision of how I was going to be involved in the ministry and the things that I, I might be able to do. Um, and then we, we moved and uh, got pregnant with our second. And so we have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And, um, you know, pandemic happened. So we were like at home all the time and I was pregnant and then obviously had a newborn and life is just totally different when you're in that phase. And um, so I really kind of stepped back from my role with the Chinese students and my role is much more at home with the kids now and we're also homeschooling our oldest. And so, you know, my struggle is, yes, like my kids are my first context and I want that to be my focus, but I feel like I then don't have the time to pour into the Chinese students. Um, so it, it's a struggle for me to know how to balance that and to, you know, I, I have a lot of self-doubt of I'm not really doing much with the Chinese students. I don't have time, you know, to to spend with them and to really have, like, deep conversation with them, um, you know, and if it's something where we're doing a family event with the kids, which is wonderful because the kids draw the Chinese students in and it's a really good connection point. It's also, you know, I'm constantly like, okay, I'm getting interrupted here and interrupted here. So the, the time for deep conversation there, um, you know, is limited right now in this season of life. <laughs> and then also, um, you know, something I'm learning and one of the challenges has been just the slow process of it all. And, um, you know, it talks about sowing and reaping in the Bible. And um, there's a lot of sowing on our part where we are sowing the seeds and, you know, spending time with these students and building relationships. Um, but they're here for such a short amount of time, maybe a year, you know, maybe if we're lucky, three to four years, and then they're gone. They move to another college or they go back to China. And so, you know, there, there's the sewing, but we never sometimes know what happens with that. And it's easy to feel discouraged of like, you know, we may not be seeing the reaping. Um, but at the same time, we've had experiences like when we've been in China where we've spent summers studying the Bible with, you know, students and we come away and a couple years later we reconnect and we find out that, you know, there are other people that have been sewing into them and then eventually, like, they have become um, a follower of Jesus. And so we get to see, like, later on. And so that's obviously an encouraging moment within the challenges. Yeah, and just I'll add, too, um, I mean, this kind of being our context, but it's also our full-time job. Um, and so there's expectations that come along with that. And, um, you know, just the way that... Um, so many, there's so many expectations that are numerical when it comes to um, discipleship and, and, you know, any sort of ministry context. And so that's something that I've wrestled with a lot with, within even just, um, you know, some of the administrative things like the forms that I fill out for my supervisor in our, in our organization and the questions that are asked. And it's like, well, you know, there's all these questions about how many students came to these events or this or that, uh, but there's no questions about, you know, how many students did you spend one-on-one -on -one time with? How many students did you grab coffee with? How many students, you know, did you have, um, you know, a quality conversation 
even if it had nothing to do with the Bible. Um, and so just balancing that as far as like the way that we have come to see uh, the slow process of things and just trusting in the Lord's timing, but then, you know, month after month having to answer these numerical questions um, in an organizational setting has been a challenge. Thank you guys for sharing. What are some of the things that you hope to see God do in the coming months and years? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is we we really want to have the opportunity to connect students with more people. Um, you know, we've, we've thankfully coming out of uh, the pandemic and, and seeing more Chinese students return to the United States, um, we've had the opportunity, especially this year, this fall in particular, um, to meet uh, several new students or visiting scholars. Um, and there's just, we only have so much capacity between the two of us to really connect with these students. So, um, so we'd love to see, obviously, have the opportunity to meet even more students, uh, but having the opportunity to connect them with other uh, Christians throughout the Knoxville area, um, you know, to other people who can pour into their lives, uh, because we can only do that with so many with so many students. And and you know, there's times where we we'll, we will realize that months have passed and we haven't checked in on a student. Uh, we don't know if they're even still in Knoxville uh, because just you know meeting so many new students um, and and only being able to. Um, you know, to mentally balance uh, so many of those relationships. Um, so we'd love to see, you know, have the opportunity to connect m students with more people throughout Knoxville. Um, something that's always been a vision of ours is, um, you know, as we see more and more students come to faith, uh, to have some sort of uh, group with them uh, that models for them what a house church in China looks like, um, and incorporating things like Mandarin language, worship and, and teaching. Um, and so that's kind of always been at the top of my list as far as what I'd like to see. Um, but, you know, along with those challenges that Brianna had mentioned, just the, the timing of our move here and, and COVID really now being in the middle of our, our collective time with China Outreach Ministries, um, it's just been, we've been with the organization for five and a half years, but it's been a very interrupted five and a half years. Um, so not really having the opportunity to see that come to fruition yet, um, but but still kind of at the top of that vision list. Thank you. Well, if you want to learn more, come come talk to these two afterwards or anytime. Also, you can join their email list. Yeah. So this is QR card. Yeah, this ahead. is for our our email update. And I think like one of the one of the things that we would just greatly appreciate is, you know, if you sign up for this update list, as you see things come through about our ministry, uh, just praying for the students that we're writing about um, and praying for, um, you know, those those relationships to continue developing. And, um, you know, it, we try to, you know, be pretty consistent with that. Um, but, and we don't use, because of, because of the situation with, um, within China and China's attitudes toward the church, uh, and things like that. We don't use students' names and, and usually have their faces covered. Um, but uh, just prayer for, for these students that we, that we do write about, even if we're writing about them vaguely. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to pray for you. We'll leave this up. We'll, we'll have some table discussions, but if you need to scan that, you're welcome to. All right.